Hello and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight we are joined by first-time fantasy author Kay Rose. <laughs> welcome to the room, Kay Rose. Hi. <laughs> um, so let's start right in, and I want to ask you about your April Fool's joke. That's right. Um, basically, I had been a beta arc reader for a few different authors for a few years, and in one of the beta groups, I decided to write a fake blurb and make a temporary cover and candle. And the feedback was actually really good. Awesome. So I just kept going with it. <laughs> so what kind of feedback did you get? Um, that blurbs are probably the hardest part <laughs> to write right. for a book. And if I could write a blurb out before even writing the story, then I should give the story a try. Awesome. Nice. So that's what inspired you to go ahead and start the whole process of writing it? That's right. Nice. So so with an April's Fool start in with your writing, let's talk about how the joke developed into 14 hours of drafting the prophecy of the water sprout. So tell me how that went for you. Um, I don't even know where to start for that one. <laughs> so just kind of give me an idea about how the writing went. What what was your first thinking and how it kind of ran from that? Uh, I actually found a template online for screenplays for indie, like somebody who wanted to do a, a Sundance Film Festival thing. Okay. And I just kind of filled out the, the outline or the template for a, a film. And that's where all the ideas for the story initially got put down. And then I just went back and started from the beginning and put my, my own voice to the characters as they came out of my head. Nice. Nice. Okay, since since we mentioned um, your debut novel, The Prophecy of a Water Sprout, tell us a little bit about the book. The Prophecy of the Water Sprout is a romance. Um, it is a reverse harem fantasy romance book uh, that is about a water sprite who doesn't know that she's a water sprite at the start. Um, so it's maybe an, an orphan type situation. And she has a prophecy that's foretold about her and her life and ends up meeting her three fated mates along her journey to fulfilling that prophecy. Nice. So, what age bracket would you say this book is? I mean, is it adult fantasy, um, young this adult? This book is an adult fantasy. Okay, it adult fantasy. All right. Awesome. To be an 18 plus rating on that one. 
There are some spicy scenes. Oh, <laughs> nice. So our character, our main character has a love interest? The main character, her name is Skye, uh, ends up meeting all three of her fated mates by the end of the book because this is a standalone. Awesome. Nice. So you'll have your happily ever after by the end of the book. Good. So with this being your first book, tell our listeners how your beta teams help with your process of finishing the prophecy of the water sprout. I actually didn't have a beta team for this book. Okay. I just started with my own beta team on the second book that I released. Okay. Now, which is this? Is this, um, it's always been you, or is this the Elven Prince? The Elven Prince. Okay, the Elven Prince. Okay, so tell me a little bit how the beta team came about for the second then. Uh, there are actually a number of very helpful indie author groups on Facebook. Okay. And one of them has a call out for arc readers, beta readers, and alpha readers. And I put a call out probably half a dozen times to collect um, all the members that I have on my current arc and beta team. Nice. So, about all the call-outs, how much do you, how many people do you actually get that actually become a beta reader? Um, probably, if I cut the applications down more nitpicky, like a lot of the more experienced authors, I probably wouldn't get as many, but I took almost every application that came in. Um, and I figured I would give them a try, and if it didn't work out for this book run, maybe I would just let them know. But so far, everybody is working out. Nice. I guess I, I won the lottery on that one. <laughs> you most certainly did. So when I went to your um, link tree, I noticed that you have editing services application. How did that start for you? Did that the editing come before you decided to be a writer? Yes. Yes, that was part of the arc reading and beta reading journey that I had been on. Um, a lot of the authors suggested that I could put an application out there for other people to pay for the services that I do for them. Nice. So how long were you were doing that? Um, probably just a little over three years. Nice. That's very nice. Now, I have read since your debut book, and we just vaguely mentioned it, that since you wrote the book, I believe you had, from a previous interview that I read, I believe you said that you had five ideas, and you were currently at that point writing one. So I'm assuming that the one was, is it always been you? Now, did that come? No, that, that's your third one. So it would probably be the Elven Prince that you were writing at that time, Yes. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So that still gives us three more ideas. Are those three ideas still floating around your head? Are they soon to become to a book? Yes. Okay. I do have a few more than just three. Um, I actually have, 
probably nine or ten now at this point. Uh, the ideas just keep coming. It's about locking down and committing to the one to get it to fruition. Uh, but the next release before It's Always Been You is probably going to be my almost children's book that's not really because it's more satire and double entendre and innuendo. Okay. Um, so I'm probably going to have that out before the end of the month, actually, it looks like. Cool. That idea just kind of shot out of nowhere and <laughs> you do what the muse asks oh yes that, so. oh yeah i i fully understand that so now correct me if i get this wrong is it about the water the prophecy of the water sprite is probably what 104k of words that's right okay so tell me how long the elfin prince and it's always been you are those around the same word count the Elven Prince finished out at about 55,000. Okay. Um, it is book one of three. Okay. So, so it can be read as a standalone because it'll have the happy for now ending. Okay. Big cliffhanger. Um, but the story of the underlying romance behind the elven prince's adventure is going to come out more in book two and finish up in book three okay so the elven prince is a little bit more like of a novella it's a little over novella and now how about it's always about you i'm just wondering are you writing full novels because you put your first book out in 2021 right and now it's 2022 and you have three books. So I'm like, whoa, girl, how are you getting all this writing time in? Uh, I honestly don't know how or why, but oh, like I said, when the muse says to write, I write. Right. And sometimes it's a 12 or 14 hour day and sometimes it's just 100 words. Gotcha. So when you were doing your 14 hours for your drafting, that's kind of become your norm for a lot of the times, right? When you just get into the muse, you're, you sit yourself down for 14 hours? Yes, I have a, a very good, loving, uh, better half that okay. basically <laughs> took care of me and the household while that was all happening. Well, that's very nice. That is. Um, so I did read a passage. Now you let me know if this is wrong, because this was back in 2021. But I heard contemporary, um, that that meant a little something to you. Um, I believe you were a little hesitant on it. Has that changed for you now for a contemporary style book? That's actually what In the Pines is, uh, like completely out of my wheelhouse. Okay. It is a contemporary friends to lovers. Uh, and it's just a, a male-female, so it's not the reverse harem that I had been writing either. Um, and in it's going to be titled In the Pines. It is my short story that's going to be a part of the It's Always Been You anthology. Um, all of the authors that are submitting for this anthology 
are all writing to support breast cancer research. So the entirety of the proceeds will be going to Breast Cancer Research Fund. Wonderful. That is very awesome. So with that, with the contemporary, you just decided to get over it right away and dive right into it. I, I always look up to the authors who can write in a, a real-life scenario mm-hmm. that they don't need magic or um, some kind of fantastical creature to get the storyline through to the end. Right. And this is a short story um, for the anthology, so I figured it would be my best bet to try a short story first. Oh, cool. That's actually a good way to get your feet wet, if you're, especially if you're unsure of something. Just dive right into it. Um, so I've read that you have a deep, simp- deep sense of empathy. Tell me how that plays out into your character formatting. I am not sure how I come up with the the characters or how they act or react to uh-huh. one another. I I really don't have any idea how that works. Um, but I can say that yes, I do have a, a very hard time with separating emotion. Um, and empathy for a lot of people that hurting a lot of people that are bullied with the even reviews for authors. I read a bad review and they bash the author directly. I I am hurt by that. Yeah, so I, it, I, I have done myself a favor. Um, I try to stay away from reading reviews, but when I'm interested in a book, I'll be honest with you, I look for the ill reviews. <laughs> I want the ones that dirt the trash, and then that's the one I'm going to read. <laughs> it's kind of like my foot in the, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go with what you say. I'm going to read it anyways. <laughs> so I, I actually have read every one of the reviews on my books so far. Oh, okay. Some people have PAs that will filter the reviews mm-hmm. and only give them the decent ones. But being as I'm just starting, I want that gritty feedback. I want to know, even if you are the 1% that's just out there being an internet troll, you had to come up with the idea to write these negative things somewhere, some way. Right. Well, there, there can be growth in that as well. I mean, you can actually evolve in your writing from that. So I can see that. I understand that completely. So, what do you think about adding personal experiences to your characters as a new author? Uh, if I did it, I did it on accident. <laughs> I, I tried to not actually model any of the characters or situations off of personal life experiences. Although, I'm sure one way or another, they sneak their ways in there. Right. So... Have you ever thought about just something that you wanted to happen in your life? Have those been thrown into your books? Not on purpose. Again, <laughs> um, so, it's, it's a little bit harder as a reverse harem author to 
do that on purpose uh, okay. to say, yes, I'm going to write a book that's about um, a main character who ends up with three deliciously smoking hot men and uh, happily ever after. Right. That is probably not in most people's uh, real life situation, um, much less mine with the better half that I've had for almost 20 years now. Okay. So you, you've mentioned reverse harem author. Just explain that to us. Tell us what that actually means for you. So a reverse harem is where a female uh, meets a harem of men and whether she decides to have a relationship with them from the start, it's faded, or if that budding relationship takes a while to build and you'll see different emotions play out before the love actually forms. Um, reverse harem means that it's not one or two, that's definitely three or more love interests. There will be no choosing. There will be no love triangles. And basically all the men don't have a jealous problem with each other loving the same woman. Mm. And defining myself as a reverse harem author just means that that's where I started and where a lot of my projects are going to end up. I won't say all of them because I don't think I could stay in the same genre if I tried. Right. So has your current three books all been reverse harem author? Um, the Elven Prince is a clean young adult adventure that will lead into a reverse harem in later books. It's just the start of the series. Okay. The Prophecy of the Water Sprite is a adult fairy tale, basically. Um, reverse harem, and she does get three faded mates. Um, Into the Pines, which is part of the It's Always Been You Friends to Lovers anthology, is going to be just a... Uh, male, female, not reverse harem, contemporary, friends to lovers, romance, a short story. I do have at least three other reverse harems that I have started the outline for already, so I will be uh, going back to that. Right. Well, that's interesting. But you don't plan on staying in this genre. You probably are going to venture out of it. Well, right now, fantasy is the two books that I have published. Okay. And I know that the next book that I am releasing on my own is going to be a paranormal. So that is already out of, but it will be a reverse harem. Well, I have one final question for you. Originally, I had asked, I was going to ask you where you saw your writing adventure going. However, since we already know that you've got three and you've got a few more coming, um, tell me at this point, since you started publishing in 2021, tell me what you have learned as a new author going forward. I actually had to find out the hard way that the indie 
author community is almost as bad as high school. Oh. And there are a lot of mean girls out there. Ah. But at the same time, if you find your click, there are a lot of women that'll hold you up and help you out and give you the shirt off of their back if they could. Right. So uh, don't let the bullies get to you. Don't let the mean girls uh, talk you down or shove you out. Just keep on trying and persevere because your story is as good as their story and it should be told. Right. Well, I'm very sorry that you had that experience. I mean, that... I wish I would have met you in the first go because I, I would give you any insight that I have. I'm not sure I have a lot to offer, but I would most willingly give it to you. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. For me, I think um, I write for myself. If others enjoy that, then all the better. But it seems that you really enjoy it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have put out three books so roughly quick. And they don't seem to be small reads. So I applaud you for overcoming obstacles such as what you went through. And I want to thank you so much for being on the program tonight. Thank you for having me. It was a delight. And I wish you much more um, books on your platter to come. And you're always welcome to come back on the show anytime. I want to thank every. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. That's all right. Uh, this was actually the first time I have been a participant on a blog, so thanks for popping that cherry for me. <laughs> well, we even did a little bit more than that because you'll not only be on my website's uh, thing, you're actually live right now with people in the room, so you are doing a full-on bot podcast. And, of course, this <laughs> yes, this will go out on Apple, Amazon Music, and a few others. And I'll make sure I give you those links in here in the next day or two, all right? I want to thank you again for coming on. Thank you again, my listeners. Have a great evening, everyone. I truly enjoy it every time we're on. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now.